Good afternoon and welcome to the Marcus Today end of day report and it's the end of financial year report being the 30th of June. It is Wednesday. Well, the ASX 200 closed the day up a measly 12 points or 0.16%, 73.13, ending with a whimper, not a bang. For the half year, the ASX 200 is up around 11%, and for the financial year, it is up around 24% since last June 30th. So, not a bad year for the ASX 200. We had a high today of 73.70 and a low of 73.07, and all that optimism seemed to evaporate as the day wore on and a very sloppy close, only up 12 points at the death. The big bank basket slipping slightly to $180.05. Commonwealth Bank being the biggest faller and casualty in that sector today, down 0.6%. ANZ down 0.3%. Westpac down 0.2%. NABs eking out 11 cents of gains, up 0.42%. The Alltech index as well, slightly positive today, uh, up, uh, sorry, negative rather, down 0.2 of a percent. And Australian gold slipping to 23.37. There is no love lost at the moment for gold. Everyone's heading towards the digital crypto world with Bitcoin steady at around 34.876. 10-year yield steady at 1.55. And the Australian dollar drifting slightly lower to 75.21. But in terms of bigger stories that are around today and bigger moves, we had uh, the miners holding up quite well. BHP up 1.1%. Fortescue up 0.9%. And Rio closing up 1.3% as it declared force mayor at its Richards Bay Minerals project, which gave rise to an 11.7% rise today in Aluka. Richards Bay, of course, involved in those mineral sands and taking out that Richards Bay uh, project certainly will help prices of the underlying commodity for Aluka today. We saw IGO up 2.7% and South 32 up 1% as we saw some base metal gains. Mineral resources having a good day up 4%. They're benefiting from not only iron ore prices but also from lithium prices as well. We had that big bank basket pretty mixed. A Macquarie Group was up 0.6 and insurers we saw QBE up 0.2. Insurance Group Australia, IAG, uh, was up 2.8% today, had a pretty good day, and did Suncorp up nearly 2% today. In the industrial space, we saw Telstra shooting the lights out today, up 4.4% after announcing it had sold 49% of its mobile towers business to a consortium which ironically included the Future Fund, which was seeded by the proceeds of one of the Telstra sales to the public, and they're now buying back the towers for $2.8 billion, which will be used to retire debt and for some capital management issues the company is planning for 2022. So good news for investors, good news for that yield, up 4.4% today. Real Estate Group, REA Group, up 1% today. They're doing well. And we did also see a little bit of a bounce in travel stocks today as numbers, at least in New South Wales, appear to have stabilised and most of the new cases of the coronavirus 
have been in close contacts of people already in isolation. So that seems to be good news and still reckon to be on track for a opening up in a week or so. Webjet rose 3.6%, Flight Centre up 2.1%. We saw a marginal easing in technology stocks today after pay, really the big culprit there, down 1.9%. And zero, also the second biggest stock in that index, down 0.7%, leading the Alltech index to close down 0.2 of a percent. In corporate news today, AGL gave us a business update. They probably wish they hadn't. And they also gave us an update on the demerger or the split, the divorce between uh, Green AGL and Brown AGL. Stock dropped 10% on that demerger talk and the step down in earnings. And we also saw a fall today in Newix, which cannot seem to get a trick going at the moment. The stock fell Nearly 13% today with some insider trading allegations and that probe into uh, some of the shenanigans that some employees and directors at Newix were involved in or allegedly involved in. In economic news today, we have now 20.1 million cars registered in Australia and 23,000 23,000 electric vehicles were registered last year. That's up a massive 62%, but still 23,000. That's about how many Toyota Hiaces are registered in a month. Uh, 10-year yields steady at 1.55%, and Asian markets slightly positive. China up 0.6% as they continue to blow out the candles on their 100-year cake. But Japan, not a candle in sight there. And getting into a little bit of trouble over some comments about Taiwan, pretty much unchanged there. In movers and shakers today, we saw a big fall today in RF1, which is the Regal Investment Fund. But nil desperandum, people, because it fell 56 cents, of which 75 cents of that fall was going ex-dividend. So very generous 75 cent dividend for RF1 shareholders, record date tomorrow. AGL falling around 10%, as we said. Kogan also had a bit of a shocking day today. It seems that maybe they're not quite such an easy trade for the reopening or the uh, more importantly, I guess, the lockdown trade that they were in previous times, down 9.5% today. And Collins Foods, which is basically KFC, uh, dropped 4.3%, continuing their fall after their business update a couple of days ago. Marley Spoon, though, one of the winners, I guess, of the lockdown. They rose 6% today. And Liontown, up nearly 10% today, following Chalice higher. Chalice had a good day today. They were up 4.6% on some good Promising, at least, drill results with VMS, which is Venture Minerals, uh, which rose 11.1%. So they were doing well. There is a joint venture between Venture and Chalice in a lookalike Julie Ma deposit, which they've had some promising signs from. Telstra, that 4.4% rise today after it sold the towers to the Future Fund. And Nick Scarley, so far, so good. Up 7% today. Maybe that's another winner from the lockdowns. We need more sofas. Love Lavisa up 6.3%. Brett Blundy showing how it's done with another purchase of a company called Honey Burdette. They make ladies' lingerie. IOD had a promising day today. They signed a material contract. We're up 23% nigh on, up 5 cents to 27 cents. And VMS, which we've talked about, Venture Minerals, up 11%. Chalice. Did well today as well, up 4.6%.
AMS had a good day today. I want a trading update. Atomos, they were up at 11.5% there to $1.7. And Sayonara, up at 17.6% today after announcing the court approval for the NAL acquisition. And MGT, which is Magnetite Mines, had a 10% fall today after they had their resource estimate out. Obviously, wasn't as big as the market was going for. Some profit-taking today as well in Yoji, Y-O-J, down nearly 12%. And ADN had a bit of a nasty day-to-day, down 16.7% after it completed its placement at 15 cents, which is, surprisingly enough, exactly where it closed today. And Cadence, which we've talked about as an LIC for a little while, they had an update on their Deep Sea Nugget project with their SPAC in the US getting some court approvals there. The stock did swoon a little bit today, opened at $1.04, got down to $1.35, closed at $1.07. So it's a relative swoon, but was up 1.4% today. Speculative stock of the day today is Mandrake Resources, MAN, up 21.4%. Couldn't find any reasons. We could see no reasons because there are no reasons. No reasons do you need? Up 21.4% today, but it was the only stock on any decent volume today in specs, which remain very thinly traded at the moment. Corporate news around about in terms of more detail. Rio Tinto up 1.3%. It has declared force majeure on customer contracts at Richards Bay Minerals in South Africa due to an escalation in the security situation at the operations. IGO up 2.7%. It has completed its $5 million expenditure milestone and now earns 70% interest in the Fraser Range JV sentiments, up from 51%. And Sezzle down 2.1%. You would have thought this would have got the stock rocking and rolling, but apparently not. It's linked up with sport, sports and pop culture blog Barstool Sports, launching a partnership with Sezzle. And Telstra in the news, as we've already talked about, up 4.4%. It sold 49% of its towers business to a consortium of super funds for $2.8 billion. It values the whole of the towers business, which is the mobile towers, at around $5.9 billion. Uh, which represents an EV to EBITDA multiple of around 28. This deal was done earlier than anticipated, and they are telling the market they will return some of those proceeds, including a share buyback potentially in FY22, and we'll talk more in the full year results in August. AGL Energy down 10% today, expects FY21 underlying EBITDA to be the lower half of the prior guided 1.585 billion to 1.845 billion range. Underlying profit is expected to be around the middle of the 500 to 580 range, which sounds a lot like 540 to me. And it continues to anticipate a material step down in earnings as a result of lower wholesale electricity prices. Electricity prices have actually been rising recently, but unfortunately for AGL, they seem to have hedged a lot of that uh, rising prices away. And they are proceeding with the demerger in the best interest of shareholders. AGL Energy to become ASIL. Energy, which is a baseload power producer focused on the redevelopment of its sites as low-carbon industrial energy hubs. There's a euphemism for coal, if you've ever heard it. Coal-fired power stations. The brown part of AGL will be ASIL Energy. And Newix is conducting an investigation in relation to Newix former CFO Stephen Doyle 
Ross Doyle and Ronald Doyle. It's a whole family affair, fully committed to cooperating in any such investigation into insider trading. And vicinity centres down 0.6% today. CFO will be stepping down. Nothing much today on the economic front. As I said, 20.1 vehicles registered in Australia in 2021. And in Europe... Not much ahead at the moment either. We did have some Chinese PMI numbers out today, which showed the economy uh, or the manufacturing output continue to expand in June. The official manufacturing PMI was little changed at 50.9 from 51 in May. Thanks very much for listening and have a great evening.